Greetings, everybody. Today, I'd like to share with you how to pray with power and authority. Prayer is communion with God. There is prayer that just bounces off the ceiling. And there's prayer that penetrates the heart of God. There's prayer that accomplishes little. And there's prayer that affects great change. James 5, 16-18 says, Confess your sins one to another and pray for one another that you may be healed. For the effective, fervent prayer of a righteous man has great power in its effect. Even as Elijah was a man like us, with a nature like us, and he prayed earnestly that it would not rain. And it did not rain on the land for three years and six months. Then he prayed again, and the heaven gave rain, and the earth produced its fruit. That is prayer. So the first necessity of having your prayers answered is to live a righteous life that affects great change. Why? Because sin makes you weak. Whereas righteousness makes you strong. How? I'll tell you why. Sin is one of the three curses that came into this earth when Adam and Eve ate of the fruit of the knowledge of good and evil giving this perfect world where there was no sin, no sickness, no death, over to the devil in exchange for the knowledge of good and evil, causing man to become spiritually dead, to be born of the flesh only. And now sin entered in because evil had entered in. Sin, sickness and death are the three curses. And so we are fighting against sin, sickness and death every day of our lives. Jesus has made a way for us on the cross by taking our sin, our sickness, our death upon himself on the cross and dying in our place, cancelling the agreement that Adam and Eve made with the devil for those who believe. And then he ascended on the third day in total and complete victory over sin, sickness and death and ascended to heaven where he sits at the right hand of the Father right now. But the devil still has control over this earth. 
And so it is a battle, like a war of heaven. Satan wanting to take everyone to hell with him because he hates God for kicking him out of heaven for his sin. He hates human beings because they are created in the image of God. And he wants to take as many people down to hell with him. And so that is the only way you can hurt God is to take as many human beings down to hell with him. And he is doing a very good job at it at the moment. He's managed to turn the world against God to rather to believe in intellectual wisdom. But that is small against the wisdom of God. And then sending sicknesses Worst of all, the Ebola virus, which is spreading through Africa at this very, very moment. This is why it's important to learn how to pray and take authority. When did a sinner become a sinner? A sinner becomes a sinner the moment when that temptation to do that wrong thing appears stronger than your ability to say no. Man thinks he's got control. But the moment he yields to that sin, he immediately becomes weaker than the devil. Therefore, has lost control. Because the devil can tempt him easier and easier. And that is why a person that drinks too much they can become an alcoholic or a person that takes drugs once or twice can become a drug addict or a person that steals once or twice becomes a thief. These people have become too weak to say no. And we cannot approach God with sin because sin is vile in the presence of God. It blocks the channel between us and heaven. So the first thing to have your prayers answered is to turn from sin and live a righteous life. Hopefully you have also received Jesus as Lord and been born again to eternal life, becoming a son or daughter of heaven. Next, in Exodus 32, 31 to 34, we read of Moses pleading with God. Then Moses returned to the Lord and said, Oh, these people have committed a great sin and they've made for themselves a God of gold. Yet now, if you will forgive their sin, if not, I pray, block me out of your book, which you have written. And the Lord said to Moses, Whoever has sinned against me, I will blot him out of my book. Now go, therefore, lead the people to the place of which I have spoken to you. Behold, my angel shall go before you. Nevertheless, in the day when I visit for punishment, I will visit punishment upon them for their sins. Moses stood in the gap for the people of Israel and God answered his prayer immediately. And we too must learn to stand in the gap for individuals, for people, for our city, for our nation, between the Ebola virus. Then the third we get from 1 Kings 18, 36 to 39. It tells of Elijah's conversation with God. And it came to pass at the time of the offering and the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, 
Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God in Israel and I am your servant and that I have done all these things at your word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that you are the Lord God and that you have turned their hearts back to you again. Then the Father Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones of the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. When the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they cried out, The Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Three, take responsibility to make it happen. Even as Elijah did, God loves it when we trust him, when we step out of faith, even at the risk of Baal worshippers killing him if his God did not answer. But his God did answer. And the fire that burnt up the sacrifice. Elijah had faith. We also must pray with faith. Now let's learn and see what we can learn from Daniel 9, 3-6. Then I set my face towards the Lord God to take, make my request by prayer and supplication with fasting, sackcloth and ashes. And I prayed to the Lord, my God, to make confession and said, O Lord, great and awesome God, who keeps his covenant and mercy with those who love him, with those who keep his commandments, we have sinned and committed iniquity. We have done wickedly and rebelled, even by departing, from your precepts and your judgments. Neither have we heeded your servants, the prophets, who spoke in your name to our kings and our princes, to our father and all the peoples of the land. Daniel prayed with fasting for the people who had turned their backs away from God. He was disciplined and prepared for his task, even as training prepares soldiers for war. We are not fighting flesh and blood, but principalities of evil. So we need to be disciplined and fast for our land, fast for Ebola virus to stop, and for those who have turned from God to come back to God. The next thing, we'll go to Jesus. John four twenty three. But the hour is coming, now is, when true worshippers will worship the Father in spirit and truth. For the Father is seeking such to worship him. Jesus tells us to pray in spirit and truth. For such the Father seeks. This is praying in the Holy Spirit, whom the Father gives to us. Isaiah 40.31 says, But those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up as wings of eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Be prepared to wait on the Lord, for it is here that we renew our strength. We can do nothing or very little on our strength. But as we daily wait upon the Lord, he gives us all the strength we ever need. Often people tend to wait on the Lord to become more filled with the Holy Spirit. 2 Peter 1 verse 1 says, 
Simon Peter, servant of the Apostle of the Lord Jesus, to those who have attained a faith of equal standing with ours in our righteousness of our God and Saviour in Jesus Christ. Our faith has equal standing as it had with the disciples, so that the Holy Spirit is available to all of us in all his fullness. But we need to yield to Jesus, that our relationship with him enables more of the fullness of the Holy Spirit to operate in and through our lives. And waiting on God is a time of yielding ourselves fully to his complete love, and then walk with him in willing obedience. When one walks with joyful, willing obedience to the Lord, one finds oneself walking in a new dimension, authority and energy that one could not think possible. And I know for myself, I try and walk this way. Because Matthew eleven twenty nine thirty says, Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden light. And 2 Corinthians 3.17 says, Now the Lord is a spirit, and where the spirit is, there is freedom. So we need to walk with Jesus. And then the last one, is taken from John eleven thirty three thirty six. Lazarus had just died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? They said to him, Lord, come and see. Jesus wept, and the Jews said, See how he loved him. Jesus prayed with compassion. This makes who or what you are praying for part of you, making you prepared to go the extra mile to make it happen. Sometimes God is waiting for us to do our part for him to do his part. He chose, God God chose to use Elijah to gather the Baal worshippers together and to challenge them to build their altars to their gods and then to build his altar to the living God. It was then that God answered with fire. Jesus wants to use us sometimes in answer and he wants us to come into his presence. Ephesians 2, 6 says, And he raises us up together, makes us sit with him together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. When the Lord raises up us up into heavenly places in prayer, he gives us the authority of the name of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit to cast out sickness, disease, demons, and even stop the Ebola virus. He gives us the authority to heal the sick and to become part of his answer to this lost and dying world. And you and I can affect great change when we really learn how to pray as God would wish us to. And when we do this, we get to know God. And the more we know God, the more 
He will do through our lives. And if you would like this to happen to you, maybe you have never received Jesus as Lord and Savior before. I'd like to lead you through the sinner's prayer. Say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Please forgive me every sin I've ever done. I want to follow you in truth and righteousness every day of my life. Please come into my heart and life as my Lord and Saviour. And if you want to be baptised in the Holy Spirit, to quickly tell you who the Holy Spirit is, the Holy Spirit was sent upon those in the upper room on the day of Pentecost as flames of fire upon their heads. But Jesus doesn't only send the Holy Spirit to the disciples and those in the upper room, but to each of us who ask him. And when we ask the Lord to baptize us in the Holy Spirit, he does so. We feel this energy, this warmth, this love, this joy, this peace, this energy flood through our whole beings. And with this comes nine gifts, three prayer gifts, tongues, that is a prayer language, interpretation of tongues, interpreting the prayer language into your known language and prophecy. It is a prayer gifts to help us hear God more easily. Then there are three supernatural revelation gifts. Discernment, supernatural knowledge, and great wisdom. And these three gifts I use every day of my life because we all need discernment with the people we need to work with or not work with. We all need knowledge when we don't have it. And we all know divine wisdom, always ready to answer correctly when people ask difficult questions. And I'm asked plenty of difficult questions. And then there are three power gifts. Now, in order to walk in any of the gifts, you have to be able to hear God and obey God. And when we obey God and do what he tells us to do, God confirms what he's told us to do with the three power gifts. Healings, instant healings, working miracles, and great faith. So these nine gifts come to you when you receive the Holy Spirit. And if you would like to receive the Holy Spirit, just pray this prayer after me. Please, Lord Jesus, baptize me in your Holy Spirit. I receive your Holy Spirit now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, Jesus didn't only come to save you, yes, and to give you eternal life. You're born into the kingdom of heaven the moment you go through the sinner's prayer. But he's also come to heal your bodies. So if you are sick, 
lay your hand on your sickness or your pain and say this prayer after me. Lord Jesus, I come to you now. I command all pain leave my body right now in Jesus' name. I command all sickness leave my body right now in Jesus' name. I command any foul spirits in my life leave my life now in Jesus' name. Now tell your body, body, be healed in Jesus' name. Now pray to Jesus and simply say this prayer. Lord Jesus, place your hand upon my hand and I will be healed in Jesus' name. Now receive your healing in Jesus' name. And now we're going to take authority over the Ebola virus in your town. And I want you to pray with me, please, because God wants to answer your prayer. He's going to answer your prayer tonight, along with mine. Say this prayer. We're going to speak to the Ebola virus right now. I command you, Ebola virus, stop in your tracks right now in Jesus' name. I command you go back to the original place you come from right now in Jesus' name. I command my town be free from Ebola virus from this moment on in Jesus' name. And anyone sick with Ebola virus, we command you Ebola virus, get out of those sick bodies right now. In Jesus' name. We command bodies be healed right now. In Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you. It is your will that the Ebola virus go in Jesus' name and that this town be set free from Ebola virus. We thank you for answering our prayer. We thank you for healing sick bodies. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Now, I'd like all those who have received Jesus through this radio broadcast to please learn to pray every day. I have given you some advice on how to pray. If you don't get it right, don't worry. Buy yourself a Bible. The Bible will lead you in all truth and righteousness. It will train you. It will teach you how to pray. Just pray. Just talk to God. And he will answer you. 
because he loves you so, so very much. And find yourself a Bible-believing church and join fellow believers so that you can get some good teaching from the pastors. And also, do carry on listening to the radio the same time every Sunday. I will be preaching every Sunday at this time and I will be training you as disciples. I will be giving you good sound teaching every week. God bless you and I would now like to hand back over to our presenter. Of Jesus, and we know Jesus, 